With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kings postgame show. Uh, No contest tonight against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Sacramento is blowing them out. And I really thought that uh, they made this statement in the first quarter. They took control of this game early. They never looked back, and they are cruising, and they will be 11-9 when they play the L.A. Clippers on Saturday. Really nothing to nitpick here today. I mean, this was a heck of a game. You heard the introductions. Uh, Halliburton got a standing ovation. Buddy Hill was booed throughout. I thought the first quarter was the difference in the game, 33-20, 13-point lead. Second quarter, Kings by a point. Then the Kings scored 44 in the third. They're on their way to a 30-plus point quarter in the fourth. And, you know, just a really good all-around game. You know, I think it's pretty evident that uh, De'Aaron Fox is not 100%. But even with that said, you know, 19 points, six assists, five rebounds. You look at Barnes, he had 22 points in this game. You know, you look at the bench. Once again, the bench getting good production. Terrence Davis leading the way with 15. Halliburton in this game, nine points, 10 assists. Buddy Heald had 17 points. So there you have it. The Kings looking good, really good in this game tonight against the Indiana Pacers. All right? Really one of the best performances of the year, when you think about it. One of the best performances of the year for Sacramento. All right? Nothing you can really complain about in this game. Excellent job. Blowout win. Exactly what you needed. Everyone getting a chance to play. And so say goodbye to the three-game losing streak. Say goodbye to the three-game losing streak. Sacramento, from the start, from the get-go, dominated this game. Absolutely dominated the game. All right, you know the routine. If you want to get on, you uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will do it. Uh, I've seen a lot of talk on Twitter about, the reaction of Buddy Hill, who cares? It's fans being fans. If they want to boo, boo, all right? It's not like they were throwing things on the court. Who cares? Seriously. I mean, and, and I think it rattled Buddy in the first quarter. He couldn't put the ball in the ocean, right? He missed his first four three-pointers, did he not? So, you know, give credit to the fans. You know, if they rattled Buddy, good. If they rattled the Pacers, good. You know, that's why it's called home court advantage. I don't have a problem with that. You know, they weren't vulgar. You know, it wasn't, in my opinion, out of line. It's fans being fans. I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I don't see why anybody would have a problem with that. But, I, you know, on Twitter, looking at all fans, classless, this and that, classless. What's classless about that? 
It's fans being fans, right? I don't understand what's classless about that. It's fans being fans. Kings win at 137 to 114. Just a solid, solid performance. All right, let's get to the post-game calls, and we will begin with Eli. Eli, how are you? Hey, Grant. Good. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. Hey, I, I don't have any problem at all with booing um, former players, but can you remind me? I mean, maybe it's just been a year and I forgot. What exactly uh, do we have against Buddy Heald? I think at, uh, he had requested to get out of Sacramento and wanted a trade. Um, I guess at the end, he wasn't that happy. Didn't bother me. I, Of course, you know, I know Buddy very well, so maybe I'm not looking at this as objectively as I should. Mm-hmm. Buddy's a competitor. Buddy competes his ass off. Buddy can be difficult to play with. You know, he's very hot-headed. You know, he'll bark at the players and coaches. And, you know, he can be stubborn that way. He can be very stubborn. But, you know, again, I don't have a problem with it. I, I really don't. Okay, yeah, that doesn't even sound like that big of a deal because, you know, there's we had the issue with Marvin Bagley and his dad, and that I kind of understand, but for this... I understand that too. Yep, yeah, I understand that completely. Just wanting a trade, I mean, that's pretty common. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but so one other question or observation I had for you, I noticed the Pacers ran out of timeouts real early, like in the third quarter. Have you seen that yep. happen before? Rick Carlisle's always been known to do that. You know, Rick doesn't care. You know, Rick's trying to... Uh, get the point across, trying to salvage the game when it's salvageable. So it doesn't happen a lot, but I've seen it happen with Rick Carlisle on more than one occasions. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd seen that in a, before. So interesting. Doesn't but, happen yeah. very often. Doesn't happen very often. Well, yeah. Anyway, we're glad with the win that uh, you know they snapped the three-game losing streak. That's good. Hopefully they can take yep. that into L.A. and uh, go on another winning streak. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, the Clippers lost tonight to the Jazz. And again, the Clippers and the Kings will play on Saturday down in Los Angeles. And, you know, I think it's going to be good for, you know, Fox to have a couple of days off. You know, even with him not being clearly 100 percent, I mean, think about this. 27 minutes, 7 of 11, 19 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. Yeah, that's not not bad. You know, and I also noticed Sabonis. He seems to come really close to a triple-double every time, but he, yeah. comes a couple, yes. he comes really short, like barely, but, you know, by one assist. Well, he would have, you know what, he would have had a triple-double tonight, but they didn't need him. He only played 23 minutes. You know, he, he would have had a triple-double. He only needed three more assists. He played 23 minutes. If he had played his usual minutes, he would have had a triple-double. Yeah, fair enough. And then uh, one other question, Grant. I noticed that uh, Rashawn Holmes is barely playing now, and is that just a reflection that the the depth of the roster is much better than it was before? Yep, yep. That's exactly what it is. He's not in the rotation right now, but he's one injury away from being in the rotation, and it you know he needs to be ready and be good to go when when they call on him. You know, off the bench tonight, he played in mop up time, played seven minutes in the fourth. But uh, yes, he will at some point. I believe he will be asked. To contribute. Okay, fair enough. All right. Well, hopefully we can uh, take this into LA, and uh, we'll we'll hope for the best. Thank you. I mean, again, you talk about the bench. You know, I said Terrence Davis led the way. I obviously aired in that. Malik Monk. I can't forget about him. He's been the best player. You know, off the bench. I mean, once again, you know, he contributes. He played 20 minutes. He has 20 points on only nine shots. He makes it three of three of six from the field, and so you get Davis and Monk combining for 35 points. That's big time. You know, I mean, Monk was the second highest scorer on the team next to Barnes. Keegan Murray, four of 12, two of nine from three. I don't, I personally think he's taken too many three-pointers. I, I believe he's taken too many threes. Played 26 minutes, six rebounds, but 
To me, he's taken too many three-pointers. All right, let's get to uh, Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the show. It is your turn. How are you? Great, Grant. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. I missed your uh, show uh, this afternoon, but I did catch your YouTube with Jerry. So two out of three isn't bad, is it? No, it's good. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, is it too early to, speaking of Monk, is it too early to start uh, talking six-man of the year candidate? It is for me. Obviously, it's not that for Mike Brown. He talked about it before the game tonight, but I think it's silly to talk about postseason awards uh, in November or December or even January. I think it's ridiculous. The season's not even one-fourth in the books, and you're talking about postseason awards. I think it's silly. No, I said candidate. I didn't say he is the... I, I, the, the you know, anyone that doesn't start is a candidate for six men of the year right now. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? So... The Kings have played what, 20 games, all right? right. Not even one fourth of the season, and we're we're talking about a candidate for this or that. It's, to me, it's silly. You, you know, you play at least get 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 me to at least 41 games, please. At least 41. That's the bare minimum before we start even talking about this stuff. Okay. Hey, one other thing. Uh, I I think I chimed in on the the chat today, and I was trying to make a point that. It just seems like the Kings, I mean, they're they're a good team. Don't get me wrong, but it seems to their challenges are against a team that has that has a you know a superstar or an all star or superstar that can take over a game. And I know you did talk about Fox taking over a couple games this year, but you know we just ha we have good players in all positions. We just don't, but we just don't have that one standout. Guy. Well, very few teams, very few teams do. How many teams in the league have that guy you're referring to? Not many, a handful. The Warriors have it with Curry. The Mavericks have it with Luka. I mean, you could say LeBron. I, 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 I still have to include LeBron. Giannis Adetokounmpo in Milwaukee. Jason Tatum in Boston. You know, there might be Booker. one or two more. Huh? Booker, Booker and Moran. Booker. Yeah, but, you know, Booker's also very streaky. Um but th there aren't a lot of guys like that. There aren't. There aren't a lot of guys like that in the league. And I personally would not put Morant in the same sentence as I put the others. I put him just below that. But that's just me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe by next year. But it seems. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Enjoy the show, Grant. Thank you. I appreciate it, Jeff. Hey, the reason why I'm not putting Morant in that category is because of how well Memphis played without him last year. That's why. Maybe that's not fair of me, but that's how I'm looking at it. That's exactly how I'm looking at it. 137 uh, to 114 for Sacramento in this game. And, again, I thought they won the game uh, in the first quarter. I love how they came out and approached this game. There was no doubt about this game. This game was decided, in my opinion, early. 33 to 20 at the end of one. All right. Then you had a 14-point lead at the break. And then you outscore the Pacers 44 to 35 in the third. What a shootout that was. What a shootout. These two teams will hook up again in February, February 4th in Indiana. Final tonight, though, 137 to 114 with the loss. Indiana's 12 and 9 with the win. Sacramento is 11 and 9. Hey, John, how was that steak dinner tonight, my friend? Oh, uh, well, hey, I went with the tri tip. Remember, I told you Good I went to win the tri-tip. It All was right. absolutely you... fantastic as well, but hey, one of the best things, though, 
the asparagus was off the freaking hook to off the hook tonight. Perfect. All right. Very good, John. Very good, buddy. I'm proud of you. Onion. And you know, I'm just looking for the beam right now, and uh, the beam finally got lit, which is great yep. for all of us, all of us Kings fans. And and uh, another thing. I was thinking, usually I don't think the first, it doesn't matter how the hell it goes in the first quarter. It matters how it goes in the final quarter. You know what I mean? But in tonight's game, the first quarter sort of dictated the entire game. Yes, it did. So you never know how it's going to go. Well, uh, I like the way the Kings were very consistent in this game. They didn't really have lulls. 33 points in the first, 29 in the second. 44 in the third, and 31 in the fourth. That's going to win you games almost every single night. Dude, that, that was absolute consistency, which I love to yes. see, and you know how I am about that. It, it was yep. so great to see that. So I just needed to get that, uh, just let you know. And um, the barbecue is great. I want to hear how Ryan's, gonna, Ryan's went. I'm sure he's going to be posting up pretty soon. And I have cheesecake for dessert, so I don't know wow. what he did, but we'll talk about it. Wow, I'm impressed. Thank you, buddy. You have a good night. All right. Thanks, Take Grant, care. for the platform, buddy. Thank you for listening. That's why I'm doing it. I appreciate that. All right, let's move on to Dorian. Dorian, you're next here on the post game show. Go ahead. Hey, Grant. Great, uh, great game by the Kings tonight. I mean, uh, shot 50% from the field, you know, 25 to 29 from the free throws, and uh, seven to eight Kings in, in double figures. Uh, really solid team effort. And, you know, Pacers weren't really shooting the wall. To, well, they, you know, weren't shooting the ball, uh, the the ball pretty well tonight, and I really like the Kings and their rebounding much better than previous games. So I think that's a big factor in in Kings winning games. You know, getting rebounds. Mentu was really awesome on the glass. So solid, yep. solid around team effort. Thanks, Grant. Thank you very much. Fifty-eight forty-seven. The advantage on the glass. Absolutely, definitely a factor. Let's get to Connor next, right here on the post game. Hey, Connor. Hey, Grant. How's it going? Good, Connor. What's up, buddy? And that was a great game. I mean, Golden One Center was as electric as I've ever seen it tonight. It was great. Yeah, it was definitely a, a fever pitch, no doubt about it. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that Buddy Heels was booed every time he got the ball, and Halliburton got a standing ovation. I mean, I guess it is what it is. Yep. Uh, and again, Buddy, I thought, really struggled uh, in that first quarter he he you could I thought he was rattled at the beginning of the game. You know, I thought he tried to force things. I and mean, what what did he take? Three he took three or four threes like in the first couple of minutes of the game and he missed them all. I just think he was I think he was rattled. I really do. Yeah, one thing I noticed I was kind of expecting is the game got a little chippy. I mean there's that yes, flagrant foul and Malik. A couple Monk of flagrants. And, yep. Yeah. And then Yep, it did get a little player, chippy. Yeah, one play that really stood out to me is Darren Fox kind of had isolation on Halliburton and hit a really nice turnaround jumper on him. That was really cool. Yeah, and again, I, I, it's very evident to me Fox is not 100%, but even with that said, you know, he didn't even take a shot until the second quarter. He uh, kind of let the game come to him, but again, very solid numbers and, you know, only had to play 27 minutes in this game. No one played a lot of minutes in this game. Yeah, I thought it was a really balanced win from the whole team. I mean, Yep. We saw what Sabonis means to this team. I mean, his passing ability, when players cut when he has the ball, it can only lead to good things. And I think that was a big part of the win tonight. Yeah, seven assists in only 23 minutes. You know, he had the 10 rebounds, shot over 50%. I mean, 
the guy is really good. I don't know how else to say it. He's a really, really good player. I thought it was interesting. You know, he didn't get to the line in this game. Harrison Barnes was the guy getting to the line. Very unusual for a player like Sabonis not to get to the line at all. Uh, but that was the case. And they didn't really need him getting to the line in this game. Sacramento was a team, shot 86% from the stripe, uh, 25 of 29, which also is outstanding free throw shooting. Yeah, my last point is kind of what you call a jock sniffer. You saw Vivek Ranadive with 50 cent this game. Oh. And the trend continues. So it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It really is. Well, I, I don't know what else I'm going to say. You know, it is what it is. Yep. That's all I got. Great win for the Kings tonight. Thank you. I don't have a problem with 50 Cent being at the game. That's not my point. Uh, the point is that Vivek gets so excited when he's around celebrities. I mean, he's he, it's it's uh, it's borderline ridiculous. It's embarrassing is what it is. Uh, he, he is, again, the term is jock sniffer. That's exactly what he is. You know, and he's in position to do it. He owns a team. But, you know, he, he always wants his picture taken with the celebrities, always wants to be seen with the celebrities, always. You know, if you're a common folk, nope, don't sit next to me. But if you're somebody, if you're a celebrity, come sit next to me, and I want your seat right next to me. Sit right next to me. 137 to 114, 11 and 9 for the Kings, 12 and 9 for the Pacers. And for Sacramento, next up, the L.A. Clippers coming up on Saturday. The Clippers lost tonight, so they'll be facing Sacramento in their home gym, again, coming off a loss. All right, let's look now at the standings in the Western Conference because they changed, and almost all the teams won tonight. Phoenix wins again. How about Devin Booker? Unbelievable. Only played three quarters, had what, 50 points on 25 shots? Good Lord. Denver wins. New Orleans wins. New Orleans is now 13-8. and eight. Memphis loses to Minnesota. Memphis is now in fourth at 12-9. and nine. The Clippers lose. The Clippers are 13-10. and 10. With the win, Sacramento goes to 11-9, and nine and they're in sixth. The Jazz win. They beat the Clippers. They're now 13-11. and 11. Portland, all right? They've lost seven of 10. They are now 11 and 10. Golden State ninth at 11 and 11. And Minnesota, who beat Memphis tonight, is in 10th at 11 and 11. Dallas right behind at 10 up and 10 down. So that's how bunched up they are in the West. And every game means something. Now, the Blazers are going to lose tonight. They're getting beat soundly with a minute left in L.A. 128 to 109. Again, the other teams in the West that lost tonight, Timberwolves beat the Grizzlies, Pelicans beat the Raptors, Thunder beat the Spurs, the Nuggets beat the Rockets, the Suns crushed the Bulls, the Jazz beat the Clippers, and as we know as we're doing this show, 137 to 114, Sacramento gets the win over the Indiana Pacers. There you have it. I want to hear from you. It's your show, not my show. It is the post-game show where we uh, talk about the contest. The Kings, with a big first quarter, never look back, and they blow out the Indiana Pacers. All right, let's get to Al. Al, welcome to the post-game show. Hello, buddy. Hey, Grant, man. What a what a what an amazing win, man. I love congratulations, Kings fans. And Connor's point, 
the energy in a crowd. I mean, the, the yeah. noise, the noise level, yep. Dave. It's back back to the old days. I mean, I, I was reading uh, uh, some information on the, the last game, and someone was talking about the noise from the crowd. They had to go to hand signals. Yeah, opposing team, they go to, like, hand signals in the game. So, God damn, the, kid, the fans are just juiced. They're just energized, buddy. It's like it's yeah, like, like the old, it's like the old days good. when you and you and uh, and and uh, Jerry were doing it, man. So good job, man! What a wonderful. I'm glad the drama's over for now, at least until the next time they play. I guess, but you know, yeah. hey, the bonus you said it for 23 minutes, half half less than half of a game, and he almost had a triple double. So you know, let's yeah. draw and like 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 um, uh, what's those the young the young color. I can't think of his name. He says, just move on from the trade and everything else. So fuck it. Let's just move on, man. It's a great win. Yeah. Great job. Yep. Thank you for having having the show. And have of a course. good night, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's why I do this show. Let's get to Ryan and Sacktown. All right, Ryan, uh, you heard the uh, progress report and how everything went over at John's household. Uh, how was the rack of lamb for <laughs> Ryan in his, uh, his house? Oh, it was great. The only problem was I didn't get as much as I wanted because my eight-year-old decided to take down darn near. Oh. So, All right. But, uh, there you go. Yeah, it's not as big of a, as a tri-tip. John has me beat, though, because uh, he had dessert. I had peanut M&Ms. So. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but there's there nothing go. wrong with those. Uh, good, consistent win tonight by the Kings. Uh, really, really liked the energy. It looked like Indiana was a step slow there coming off back to back and, you know, a big win too. So um, it'll be interesting to see when they meet up again. One thing that I really did like, which, you know, let the Keegan theory supply is coach Brown putting Keegan in back at the end of the game. Cause that kid needs as much run as he can mm-hmm. get right now to get going. So I actually thought that that was a positive thing. Uh, Grant, going back to what you said with Fox, yeah, there's clearly something going wrong or yep. going on with him, but they've deemed it something that he probably can't further injure, and it's a pain tolerance thing. So uh, definitely need to monitor that because it is very important for him to get to that rim to open shots up. Did anything else really stick out to you? Just the consistency. I like the consistency through the four quarters. I didn't think there were too many lulls in this game, which I think have been occurring too much for the Kings. I didn't, I didn't detect that tonight. Uh, so, you know, I was happy about that. You know, they got Indiana in the middle of a long trip. As you mentioned, they had back-to-back games in L.A. They played the Clippers and the Lakers. And then, you know, they had a full day off before they played tonight, and they got their doors blown off. Uh, I thought the first quarter set the tone for this whole game. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, Buddy, I thought, was a little bit rattled. He came out like you and I talked about, just kind of hucking him up. Um, But for Tyrese, it just seemed like another game. And even for the Kings, seemed like another game. But, yeah, uh, Golden 1, they are charged up. And, um, you know, it's a fun brand of basketball. How can you not be excited with the way that team plays? Um, It's a good offensive team. Fans like offense. They're getting offense. Here's something else that I think is interesting. Keep an eye on the Pacers on the rest of this road trip. They have to go to Utah and uh, then Portland at Golden State at Minnesota. So we're going to find out a lot about Indiana. They came in tonight with a record of 12 and eight and fourth in the East. Now they're one and two on this mammoth trip with Utah, Portland, Golden State, Minnesota still to come before they go home. 
Yeah, they'll be lucky to get two of those. Theoretically, I agree. I agree. I I totally agree with you. They will be lucky to win two games. You know, we we have to wait a while. You know, Cleveland came in with only one loss when they started the West Coast swing, and they didn't win a game. You know, they didn't win a game on their West Coast swing. So you know, you you got to wait until these teams go on these long road trips before you get a real good idea. And I'm not saying Cleveland is not good, but what I am saying is they're not as good as we thought that they were. And again, their West Coast trip started in L.A. I'm talking about the Cavaliers. They lost mm-hmm. to the Clippers, the Kings, the Warriors. All right. They lost all of their games. I mean, and before that, I didn't even realize this. They started their road trip. Uh, I, actually, I take that back. They did win the, the West Coast swing against the Lakers. My bad. But then they lost to the Clippers, the Kings, and the Warriors. So, you know, you got to wait. You know, you got to wait and see what happens. But anyway, good win for the Kings tonight, Ryan. And I like the consistency. No lulls. And now it's on to L.A. to take on the Clippers this weekend. Absolutely, Grant. And last thing I was going to say, when you bring up consistency, you know, for the first time in a long time, we have a second unit that we can rely on. And we have a second unit that, you know, we pretty much know what we're going to get within that range. And um, that is absolutely imperative for a team to be successful and make the playoffs. So super excited. Uh, Glad you're on Listen App and I hope everybody has a great night. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. Take care. You too. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, we get to uh, some other phone calls. John wants to get back on. John, go ahead, man. You heard what Ryan uh, and his dessert, he said you won the dessert battle for sure. Oh, I certainly did. I guess I did that, and I didn't do it on purpose. It was just, uh, it's normalcy for me. But okay, uh, he, I got to agree with almost everything that Ryan said. So, and I had one more other thing I had to say, but give me a second. And hey, thanks, Grant. Thanks for once again, Thank buddy. You. Thank you. You know, speaking about the King, the uh, Pacers being on a long road trip, so get a load of this for Sacramento now, all right? Beginning Saturday, okay, 
eight of their next nine are on the road. You ready for this? At the Clippers, home Chicago, at Milwaukee, at Cleveland, at the Knicks, at the Sixers, at Toronto, at Detroit. There you have it. So, you know, if you don't think all these games at home are important with that road schedule, again, at L.A., at Milwaukee, at Cleveland, at New York, at Philly, at Toronto, wrap it up in Detroit. The lone home game, the Bulls. You know, the Bulls are a, a difficult team to me to really get a read on. They're up and down. They're up and down. Sometimes you go, wow, look at the Bulls and look who they beat. And then they have bad losses. And they have not been playing well, really. They've lost six of their last nine. You know, they, they beat Utah 114-107. to 107. Then tonight they get blown out in Phoenix 132-113. to 113. You know, before that they lost Oklahoma City in overtime. And it's weird because they went back-to-back games against Boston and Milwaukee. Go figure. You, I mean, how crazy is this for the Bulls? You ready for this? I'm going to start with bad teams, all right? They lose against Orlando at home, 108 to 107. Then they beat Boston, 122 to 107. Beat Milwaukee on the road, 118 to 113. Lose at OKC in overtime. Beat Utah and get blown out against Phoenix. So I have no idea which team is going to be showing up in Sacramento. The Bulls, by the way, play the Warriors before they come in to take on. Sacramento. It's kind of odd, boy. That is a very Jekyll and Hyde team. Very Jekyll and Hyde. You, you really don't know what the hell you're going to get with these Chicago Bulls. But first things first, LA Clippers on Saturday. All right. And then the game the next night in Sacktown against the Bulls. And then pack the bags and get out of Dodge. All right. If you want to get on the program, Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. A uh, really impressive victory uh, for Sacramento tonight. Nothing that you can really pick on. They got a good production from the bench. They took control of the game early, and there were a lot of positives in this game tonight. Really no negatives to me uh, at all. Fans were into it. Fans were into it early. Obviously, that was very evident. The starting lineups, 11-9 and now are the Kings. and. We'll see what happens. The, the, you know, you play 41 at home and 41 on the road, but now you got the longest stretch of road games this season. Long stretch of games coming up away from Sacktown. So Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald come into Sacramento for the first time since the trade, and the Kings make it look easy. They make it look easy. No contest in this game. It was a breather. Kings needed that. You know, after a three-game slide they needed a game like this and i did the show this afternoon with jerry reynolds on youtube live and we both thought the game would be close and i'm not lying to you. i i thought it would be close i am surprised that the kings blew them out i thought the pacers would show more than they did but they didn't show much at all they did not match up at all tonight with the kings very impressive again when you score 137 points you're going to win almost every game you play you're going to win almost every game you play. 
So now you take on a Clippers team who's also Jekyll and Hyde. You know, the thing with the Clippers is you never know who the hell's playing. You know, you don't know who's playing. You really don't. You don't know what to think when you play the Clippers. They already beat Sacramento earlier in the year without Kawhi and without John Wall. But look, look at these games. All right, I'll go the last five for you. Last five games for the Clippers. They lost at Golden State, 124 to 107. They lost at home to Denver, 114 to 104. They beat the Pacers, 114 to 100. They go on the road and beat the Blazers, 118 to 112. And then tonight in Utah, on a back-to-back, they lose to the Jazz, 125 to 112. By the way, in that game, uh, John Wall had 26 points. So you, you just don't know. Norman Powell, by the way, who was huge last night, did not play after straining his groin. So I don't know what his availability is for Saturday. And we don't know about Kawhi Leonard. I, I have no idea. I really don't. Um, they didn't play with Paul George. You know, he's out. Who knows with this team? You know, he's got a hamstring. So I doubt he's going to be playing this weekend. I mean, Luke Kennard is out. He's got a calf strain. So I, I don't know who's going to be playing for the LA Clippers on Saturday. And if you're a king, who cares? You know, who cares? It's part of the game. You know, you get lucky, you get lucky. But if you're the Jazz tonight, you got lucky. No Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard, no Luke Kennard, no Norman Powell. You better win that game without those players. That's for darn sure. So maybe the Kings are playing the Clippers at the absolute perfect time. You know, you got to pad these games, you know, because you got that long road trip coming up. And I'll tell you right now, if those players that I just mentioned don't play, Absolutely no excuse for not going down to L.A. and winning a game against the Clippers. No excuse. And again, Paul George has a hamstring issue. And the fact that he didn't even, you know, what, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He was not going to be on the road trip. I got a, a hamstring. I can't imagine him playing on Saturday. That's just a guess. I, I don't. I don't see it. I really don't. And, you know, if you're looking at the the West and you're a team like the Clippers, they got a lot of attrition, got a lot of age on that team, right? Um, now, I know Ty Lue said over the weekend, I can't remember if it was Friday or Saturday, that he didn't believe that they would be out for an extended period of time, all right? But he did say George and Kennard wouldn't even go on the trip, and they didn't. But, you know, we'll see. And, and also, keep in mind that the Kings – you don't hear me talking about injuries. All their guys are playing every night. So, you know, you got to wonder when is it going to happen for the Kings? Because you know they're not going to stay healthy the whole year. That doesn't happen. Just have to hope you get lucky. All right. If you want to get in on the uh, post game show before I wrap it up, now is your turn. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Very strong performance for Sacramento tonight. Really no contest. They set the tone early. Pacers could never catch up. It was really a A version of the Kings and maybe a C-plus version, maybe a C version of the Pacers. I don't watch the Pacers play enough to know, but I do know that the Kings played an A version of their game tonight. When you score 137, uh, you were doing something right. They hit on all cylinders. And so next up, 
the LA Clippers coming up on Saturday. Really appreciate you being here on the post-game show on Listen App. Don't forget that tomorrow I'll be back right here on Listen App at 4 o'clock. We'll talk about this. We will talk about the National Football League. We'll get you into the games this week. Also, conference championship. Yes, indeed, that's happening this weekend. We'll talk about that as well. All coming up tomorrow right here on Listen App. Hey, I thank you very much for taking time out of your evening to join me on a special post-game edition. Grant Napier here on Listen App. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.